Hi, I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. And welcome to The Tin Stake, episode 64. Here we are, Rachel. (sighs) (laughs) We read this tweet a few weeks ago that (laughs) perfectly sums up what our life is like right now. And it just says, life is saying things will calm down next month until you die (laughs) and i swear we said that right before we went on vacation we had pushed really hard before our trip to oregon because we wanted to enjoy our time off and we totally did we had a wonderful time and so we came back and we're like great we're gonna have just be able to get on top of things and have some time to enjoy the summer and then within 24 hours we all had covid yep well, I actually had COVID earlier than that, but we realized. We realized we all had COVID. <sighs> and it kicked our butts a little bit. So. <sighs> yeah. Man. And, you know, longtime fans, the big fans, the real ones, as the kids might say, would notice that this podcast is coming out on a Friday, not our usual Monday. And that's because for a whole host of reasons, partly COVID, partly vacation, made for some of the most knocked down drag out negotiations over a new season contract that I think we've ever had. Yeah, it was a close call. It was folks, we're not just saying this. It was it was tight. No, it just took some reimagining cuz we want to have fun with this and make sure we're documenting our lives with Oliver and getting to share it with you guys, our listeners. But can we be real for a minute? We had lost a little bit of the joy. Yeah. You know, at some point you realize we're just starting to run on the treadmill and we just needed a fresh reimagining. And I think once that contract was slid across the table by our agents to us, we said this, this could be possible. We could do this. We could do this. So real quick housekeeping. Episodes are not going to come out on Fridays because that means Rachel and I never have to record on a weekend, which we were doing consistently and was universally hated. So we put that behind us. Also, we're going to leave the resources behind because mostly we stopped talking about them anyway and they were a pain to find. So we're letting those go. It's going to be a little bit more free flowing. It'll be more topical, but there will also be more stories from our own experience, which is really what I think, at least we think makes this more enjoyable for us. And then finally, we're going to stop trying to come up with fun segment ideas. And we're just going to have one segment at the end of most episodes that is just called The Other Stuff. And whatever we find interesting or relevant that week, we'll talk about it. Yep, exactly. So everything's a little bit simpler. The release schedule will stay the same. You'll notice the episode titles will change a little bit to tweak to the new format. But I think we're both, well, I can speak for myself. I'm a little energized by this new format and just feel like, Okay, this, we might be finding our stride. Yeah, I feel ready to try it out and talk about these things with you. So here we go into season five, because Oliver is two. If we've done six-month seasons consistently, he turned two this past Monday, and holy moly. Yeah. Your son, it, your son is two. I know. We were both, I mean, we're in the thick of the COVID haze yeah <laughs> on monday and so even just last night i was like do you do you realize our son is two he's two that happened and we barely were like conscious awake enough to realize it 
there have been some moments i think where it's like whoa like when he was able to say that he was two yeah it's like okay okay you know what's going on doesn't fully know that there should be birthday party expectations which was very helpful on a year where we were just quarantined at home so helpful well for this episode in light of him turning two i wanted to pose the question for us and thought we could go back and forth on this who is oliver at age two so we're not saying this is the definitive representation of who he is and will be forever and ever amen we're just saying from our experience if someone asked us to describe our son this episode is how we might start to try to describe him it's great I feel like you should go first. This was your idea, so I want you to oh, kind of wow. set the stage. I'm really honored. Okay, there's a lot of options. I'm going to start with one that I actually added towards the end of the list, but comes up a lot. Oliver is a bit of a jokester. <laughs> He's a tease. He is a tease. He knows when you want something and when it's going to be more fun for him to not give it. So like this afternoon, I came home and I said, Oliver, that hasn't gotten a hug yet from when he came home. Do you want to give me a hug? And it's not that he has anything against giving me a hug, but in that moment he says no. And then he starts kind of crumpling into a ball so I can't even give him a hug. And then you look at his face and you see this big smile on his face because he knows exactly what he's doing. And then a few seconds later, he'll run to you. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes he'll, <laughs> he'll keep it going. But he, he loves... One of his favorite games is if we say, Oliver, is this meal good or what? You know what he says? He says, what? Or what? <laughs> he says, what? <laughs> and he gets the biggest kick out of it. Because, of course, we give him a big reaction. But Yeah, he's very responsive. Yeah. So that, that that's my one of my first qualities. It's not being necessarily number one quality about him, but he is a bit of a tease slash jokester. What have you got? I love that one. I have that Oliver is fickle. (laughs) (laughs) Because his ability to switch emotions. Oh, yeah. Is so rapid. And I think sometimes he's putting on a performance, like when he's upset. And sometimes he's turned on something that isn't totally genuine. But oftentimes... He really feels the thing very strongly in that moment. And then in 10 more seconds, he can feel a different thing. And Less, three seconds. And it's just amazing. Yeah. And sometimes you think, did I unlock something that changed his mood? No, because you try it again. Doesn't work. <laughs> Doesn't work. I'm reading this parenting book, and it's talking about like how you're one way of kind of heading off a tantrum is to kind of do like a fantastical world like help them make believe something and that will distract them and so this is the book that was recently recommended by listener carissa yes and it's very good it is so practically helpful highly recommend but i was uh, doing something this morning we're trying to get his clothes on and i think i i forget what i was saying but some kind of make-believe world and we got his clothes on which is often a battle and i was like Wow, I this book is magic. I feel so good. <laughs> yeah, I could tell you were feeling pretty good. And then tonight at bath time, it was like, Oliver, what if the bath was on the moon? What if this was happening? What if this and what? And it was not penetrating at all. So you know, he just is fickle and he changes moods very quickly. Yeah. No, that's very true. I'm gonna say that Oliver 
likes to give instructions. Mm. Yes. Very much likes to give instructions. It's a nice way of saying bossy, but... Yeah, I at one point I think I had Bossy on here. He especially likes to tell me stay and no. Uh, <laughs> those, those are some of his favorites. Those are you. his preferred. I want to be very clear to listeners. Stay does not mean please data stay here with me. It means please stay out there away from me and mama. So that's the context in which stay is most frequently used. No, I think is pretty self-explanatory. No, data, please do not touch that. I want to do it. It does tie in, it dovetails a little bit and overlaps a little bit with the fact that Oliver likes to do things himself. Because sometimes, like just this evening, I picked up Turtle for him from the bathroom and you're carrying him into our bedroom where we're going to do bedtime. And he just says, no, Oliver, no, Oliver, which is his way of saying Oliver wants to pick up Turtle, not Dada. So he likes to give instructions. He likes to tell people what to do. And he likes to do things his way. Yep. Yeah. That, that's a pretty good summary, isn't it? Yes. He is a in-charge two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more than we would like sometimes. Oliver is fearless. Oh, wow. This wasn't on my list, but it was a very good one. But not reckless, which I always use as a caveat. I do feel like some of his jumping off things is starting to become a little reckless. His ability to climb and jump off things is starting to become worrisome. (laughs) But I was always impressed. Like we would go to the playground and he'll almost try any anything at the playground, like any slide, any swing he wants to go higher on the swing hi 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 when we went to disney world a few months ago like went on all the rides we could take him on like he kind of just goes but he doesn't usually just like jump off things he shouldn't that would like be like very harmful to him yeah he has like some awareness of his mortality that he would like (laughs) not make it if he jumps off like the highest part of a playground yeah yeah i think that's true where some kids just like whoop oh that's air that's not solid interesting yeah he doesn't do that he is just fearless do you think i've noticed that parks and playgrounds he's a little bit less inclined towards the slides these days yeah that's been a little bit of a shift lately that's not me (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) Okay, tell me more. Well, I'm pretty sure when my when my parents were visiting, we went to a park and we went on one of the higher slides because he wanted to go on the highest slide. He was excited. And so he went off a couple times and he was having a great time. But then he went on one in which it kind of slightly curves. And these prove problematic for him because he has shoes on. And imagine like a slight curve of a slide. Yeah. And you're going down and your shoes get stuck on the curve and so then what happens is your shoes get stuck and your butt goes down and all all of a sudden you're going head first down a slide yeah and that happened and then he kind of tumbled off the slide it was a little traumatic and ever since then he doesn't really like slides (laughs) wait why is that your fault though well i mean i like let him go down this huge slide by himself well i think that's fine it was always a matter of time until he encountered a slide that kind of (sighs) But I do trace it back to that. So it's a little sad because I was I was so impressed by his bravery on all the tall slides. And now he's a little more hesitant. So there's a slight retraction on this point. 
It's an there's an asterisk. We'll Fearless until proven otherwise. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm gonna say Oliver is a bit of a narcissist. I was gonna say vain, so these work well together. <laughs> I Granted, this is our first child, so I don't have much reference point, but I've never heard a kid so much ask to see themselves. I'm sure I I think this is universal. I think it is universal because it is very specifically related to a screen. I've been trying to suss this out because what Oliver says is see Oliver, see Oliver all the time. It's a constant refrain in our household. And what he means is he wants to watch a video of himself on the phone because when I've offered to look at himself in a mirror no look at photo books physical hard copy photo books no so it's really i want to watch a phone yes of himself to be clear not other people yeah no almost never other people i'm trying to work out if that's worse or better (laughs) that makes him less vain like is it just the addictive nature of the phone that's getting him oh no i think it's i think he's vain because when he (laughs) when he watches the videos he just smiles (laughs) smiles <laughs> he does get this little he gets the biggest kick out of himself i think he just thinks he's hilarious <laughs> i think he just loves watching himself oh gosh we pray he grows out of that anyway sorry didn't mean to hijack if this. you were taking a photo or if you were videoing oliver you have about 10 seconds before he might realize it may probably last before he realizes what's happening and then once he realizes you have about three before he's going to run towards you and say See Oliver? See Oliver? So. Do yeah. it quick. Do it quick. At two, Oliver is chatty. It is wild, the language explosion he has had in the last couple months. I mean, I just think back even six months ago, like, had mama, dada, like, that's it. And that kid, he's not talking in sentences, but he is talking up a storm like he can repeat almost any word and once he's like said it once like he just keeps talking like he keeps saying it this afternoon i was reading my book quietly on the couch and oliver was playing with his trains and he was like where thomas there you go thomas and he found thomas and i was like okay those aren't quite sentences but he's piecing it together yeah and yesterday your dad turned 60 and we went and said happy birthday from a distance because we were still quarantined. But we had taught Oliver earlier in the day to say, how old is Pop? 60. And he did it when we were there and it was so cute. It's just, it's amazing. I'm like, you used to not talk. What? Most <laughs> of your life you have not talked. What? Rachel, you, you too also used to not talk. I know, but most of his life (laughs) was spent not talking. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yeah, that will not be the case for very long at this rate. Yeah. The talking is super fun. Tonight he said, I love you too, Dada. Oh, so cute. That was very cute. That was after lots of stays and no's throughout the evening, but it was a very sweet ending. It was, it was. Oh, that's a good one. Building on the language and the chattiness. Oliver loves music and singing and dancing. Wow, does he ever. That so kid much. is musical. Yeah. I don't know quite where he got this from, but yeah, he's got this little toy guitar that he loves playing, and if he doesn't have the toy guitar, that's okay, because he can just pretend he has a guitar. And he loves the movie Coco. With a passion. There is no other movie that he will sit through beginning to end. Nope. 
but Coco, he will. And he loves what he calls the pool song, aka the world is me familia. We'll link to it here in the show notes. And tonight I sang that song to him three times. The nice thing is it's a very short song, so it's easy to remember. It is. And then at the end you fall into a pool, which is very fun. We have this video of him from our vacation trip, and he is just in the middle of the backyard at our vacation house, like going around playing his air guitar, belting out this song. And our brother and sister-in-law's dog is just like chasing after him, and he is not deterred at all. Like he's just spinning in circles singing the song. He's such a performer. We'll, we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Oh, yeah. Big time performer. That is a little scary. Yeah. A number of these things are actually scary. <laughs> scary and maybe wonderful. Maybe. <laughs> Oliver is endless at two. Oh, I think this is this is going to be our landing place. Because, <laughs> because it just is so true. Like his ability to go and go. And then, I mean, the kid does sleep well and he naps still great and so like he does have an end but up until the end he is going like it it is rare that he stops completely even when he's tired like he will keep pushing when we were in sun river for vacation he would stay he was staying up to like nine he would just keep going like if he's got people around him and an audience and things to do like he I don't know when he would just like fall asleep in the middle of it all. Yeah, I I said this to someone the other day. I, I don't know that we've come to the end of Oliver's energy. Like if he's healthy, if he's not sick. Yeah. Like I don't know that we've ever seen. It's like at some point you just have to say it is time for nap. It is time for bed. And then he goes, but if we didn't do that, I don't know how long he would go for. It's unclear. It remains <laughs> unclear. But, man, don't I envy it just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Oh, that, like I said, that's a pretty good one to end on. I had other things. I had that he likes people to be involved, that he's imaginative, that he's all about precision in terms of food placement on his plate. But I think we've given plenty. He, Yeah. I One more th- just note, like he, this afternoon, he took off his own shoes. And then went and put them away exactly where they're supposed to go. So he is very good at like, he just, I mean, he has us for parents and his grandparents are also all similar that they like things to have a place. But that kid is a sponge. He's absorbing all of it. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Oliver. Happy birthday, buddy. We're glad to be talking about you for another six months at least. And one thing that does give us joy in this podcast is when we get listener feedback it's what kept us going it really is there were a couple of people who they didn't say this in the public email forum where you can email timstake at gmail.com but they said it to me personally i hope you keep going and i'm not kidding if those people had not said that to me i don't think i could have convinced rachel so thanks so thanks you guys keep us going and oliver does too well I think that's it. That's all we got time for. Till next time. I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. And that is your Tim State.